This week's podcast is On Point with me, nutritionalist Tatiana. How are you? I'm good. How are you? And when I say On Point, we're going to tackle fat loss mistakes. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy, and Tatiana's here to talk about fat loss mistakes. How are you, Tatiana? Good. Now, let's not bore the team, but let's throw out some of those qualifications you've got and why you're here to talk about fat loss mistakes. So I'm the head nutritionist at Body Science. I did a Bachelor of Public Health and Nutrition. I did a Master's of Nutrition and Athletics and a Master's of Public Health recently, and might be doing a PhD very soon. Nice, and you're not going to tell us what that's about right now, are you? <laughs> no. No, you're not. Okay, that's a little secret one. But let's let's rip in Tatiana what are fat loss mistakes like are there seriously fat loss mistakes yeah and I think that's something that everyone is doing and freaking out about because there's a lot of information out there a lot of people are getting these little things wrong that aren't that hard to fix and they're getting really frustrated with their diet and exercise and the way they look or the way they feel as well okay well if you want to lose weight the way you look is probably something that's very personal and a real driver so what are some of the things that we shouldn't be focusing on so the first thing I think that everyone makes the mistake on is focusing on the scales only. The main thing to think about is that you're probably going to get a bit stronger before you lose weight. So you actually might put on a kilo or two, but that is great because the more muscle mass you have, the more energy your body will burn throughout the day and you use that energy from your fat storage. So being stronger is actually, it makes it a lot easier for you to lose fat because losing weight is really easy. Losing weight can be unhealthy. Losing weight can mean losing muscle mass, which is something that we lose very quickly, but losing fat fat is a different story and that's what we're trying to get here because we want to be healthy we want to be strong but we want to be lean so you touched on there that you have you're probably going to put on a kilo or two from getting stronger so you're assuming someone who's on this fat loss journey has a training program and an eating program in place yeah that that is really important i think some professionals say different things but we say between 70 to 80 percent is your diet and 20 to 30 percent is your exercise but yep. they definitely go together they work together and and it's especially for that mental side of things as well it makes you a lot happier and healthier when you're following the two of them together because they just complement each other nice a lot of people that uh, hit the office here and talk about i mean you've just recently run a uh, a free shred challenge for 50 people and the results are amazing and we won't touch on that now but what you found was most people weren't eating enough yeah so that is that is one of the biggest mistakes everyone does is not eating enough and i didn't just see these from girls because usually girls girls straight away if you don't enough you wreck your hormone balance and you end up putting on weight usually instead of losing weight but i saw that even the guys weren't eating enough and once they got my diet they were actually struggling to mentally eat all that food because they thought they were going to put on weight and once they started losing weight and seeing how much they were eating they were loving it so not not eating enough means that you're slowing down your body and again we go back to what i said with the muscle the slower your body is the less calories you burn throughout the day and then you're not using that fat storage as energy. So how did you, you talked about they're not eating enough. So a lot of us out there probably don't know what that means or what that number is. How did you calculate how much people should be eating? We get um, their weight, their height, their age, their um, gender, and we calculate the energy requirements um, according to their activity level during the day as well and exercise level. From there, we know your base of metabolic rate or your energy requirements. And then on top of that, we can put some more calories because when we calculate the base of metabolic rate, for 
example, that's what you use just to survive, just to breathe. Yeah. So just from getting up, drinking water. Do you want to repeat that? Because a lot of people won't understand that. Yeah. All right. So when we calculate your basal metabolic rate, so that is the base for your living. living. Yeah. So that is just so you can breathe. If you're sitting on the couch, literally just lie on the couch all day. So say you're in hospital and you can't get up. That's your metabolic rate. That is what you spend just to survive. Yep. Just from drinking water, eating, eating, you end up spending calories there, eating, drinking water, getting up to go to the bathroom, basic stuff, you're already spending more than your basal metabolic rate. Yep. So the biggest mistake is that people find out the basal metabolic rate and then they try to eat less than that. Wow. And then you really throwing your body off with hormone-wise, energy-wise, and it makes it really difficult for your body to survive, really. And your body starts to cut down things, especially on uh, energy systems. Nice. And as a little bit of a free tip for everyone out there, you can jump on mybodyscience.com.au. You have to use the login code BSC Shred. Uh, if you do that, there's no charge to this. It's not part of any other challenge. You can go straight in and enter your data, and that data is going to come back to you with basal metabolic rate and energy requirements. And energy requirements. Because during the questions I ask them, they activity level, as in what you do for work, for example. If you're a trader, you spend a lot more energy than yep. someone on a desk job. But I also ask about their exercise and from there I could we put it in the system and it comes out with your energy requirements as well. And am I going to know what I need from that from protein and carbs etc is it going to give me that type of detail? Yeah it, it you get it once you get even if you don't want to follow, follow the plan if you download your plan you get that from the plan so you you have an idea of the number of calories that you'll be having according to I want to lose weight put on muscle um, that will depend on if we're going to put extra calories on top of that energy requirement or less calories but you also get a breakdown of protein fat and carbohydrates and look that's an amazing program for people to have a look at there's no charge bsc shred mybodyscience.com.au and get some really cool data that gives you where you need to be by someone qualified to give you that type of information another thing that comes to the office a lot is people challenging whether they should lift weights when they're trying to lose weight they're on a fat loss journey now is that a mistake or not yeah so you well, the research found that it is good to lift weights and most of the time heavy weights one point of that is that goes back to building muscle Building muscle again will burn more calories throughout the day and you use those calories from your fat tissue and storage. So it is important to lift weight, but it also increases your metabolic rate. And it's not, you're not burning out muscle because if you're overtraining and if you're doing a lot of cardio and just running and doing a lot of high intensity workouts, you end up using the energy in your muscles rather than your fat storage. Let's talk about overtraining and under recovering. Yeah. So let's talk about the average fitness person here, not an elite athlete, like the average fitness person person training what five times a week for mental health happiness yeah um social outings like hitting the gym yeah what is overtraining and what is under recovering we were talking to clint about that clint hill that works with us he said usually you're not overtraining you're usually under recovering yep. but the idea is a lot of people are smashing themselves because they're sweating and they're thinking they're burning a lot of calories but when you do that you actually burning muscle mass and when you don't recover from that when you're not eating properly and you're not putting that storage of energy back into your muscles, you're going to start burning muscle mass instead of the energy from the muscle. Instead of burning glycogen, you're burning the protein, so your actual muscle. So what happens there is that you're losing weight, but you're losing muscle mass and your fat is sticking around because you're not using the right energy systems to use that fat storage. Now, I've t just to tap on, I've been reading some research recently about the, the world probably isn't eating enough protein now, especially with an aging population that more protein will, having more protein in your diet will trend, is, it's on its way back like yeah, it, yeah. you know we've we've go through the trends of what happens and so do you want to touch on how much protein somebody not sedentary
country, somebody who's training. Yeah. So when we do do with elite teams, we still take a protein drink post training. Like that's a yeah. That's a given, even though the science is talking about protein over the day. Yeah. Every every elite team or athlete I talk to is using protein straight after yeah. training as one of their protein meals, and that's obviously because they don't feel like eating. They've got intensive training. Like there's there's, there's more reasons and, and habit. Yeah. You know, and having consistency and accountability to themselves. Yeah. What is enough protein? And I know you don't want to talk about fiber and water and all the other stuff that comes with that because it's not just the protein world out there, Greg. But <laughs> what is enough protein for us that are, that are training? It's around between 0.8 uh, grams per kilogram of your body weight to 2 grams So we're kilo. talking fat loss now. Why would, and ex- excuse the way I, I say this, why would a fat person, yeah. you know, 15, 20 kilos overweight, deserve more protein? So um, protein has a few aspects to it. The first one is that protein is actually harder for your body to metabolize. So mm. protein actually burns, you burn more calorie by eating protein than you do when you eat carbohydrates, for example. Yep. So we calculate about 20 to 30% of the calories from protein are actually spent by your body trying to break protein down. Okay. So that's the first thing. Yep. Um, the second thing is that protein is the best micronutrient. So when we say micronutrients, it's protein, fat, and uh, carbohydrates. Protein is the one that controls hunger and cravings the best. So uh, we used to think it was fat because it was high in energy, but yep. we actually found out that protein, uh, the way it signals the body and the hormones is actually a lot uh, better at controlling hunger. So that's a really important aspect. You're not just eating just muscle recovery is amazing, as we were saying before you need that protein uh, to rebuild the muscle fibers but it's also about controlling your hunger and your cravings and that's where you're you, i mean you're, you're a massive person on fiber and, and getting all the different colors on the plate i assume if you've upped your protein intake it's pretty important to uh, make sure you've got a good fiber program going too otherwise yeah we can yeah. wake up to a little bit of distress occasionally yeah exactly i think fiber there's other specs to it as well but fiber the first thing is that it controls hunger really well so the two work well together yeah the two yeah work really well together it also sends signal to your gut bacteria that you've been fed and then your gut bacteria will release happy hormones yeah. so it, it basically makes everyone happy it, it has a straight connection your gut has straight connections to your brain it will make you feel like you've been fed and you're happy and that makes dieting a lot easier especially yeah. when you're trying to eat a little bit less calories if you eat more fiber you get that information that you've been fed and you're a lot happier with it instead of eating really low fiber low protein and very low calories, you're really going to struggle there. And obviously, drinking more water is really important, not just from a a satiety perspective. When you're increasing your protein and your fiber, water is a key player here? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're increasing your fiber and you're not drinking enough water, it's going to get stuck in your guts and that's when you don't go to the bathroom for a few days. Um, A lot of people probably don't know that. They think I'm having fiber, I'm going to go to the toilet. Yeah, no. So what happens is that if your body's dehydrated, it will hold the mass in your guts to get water to for your body from that so it sounds gross but yeah your body will hold on to that until it feels like it's hydrated so you're enough. gonna have a big protein clump there and a big fiber clump yeah yeah wow, and your body body will be trying to drink the water why, why do my talks all go back to cook poo look <laughs> poo is a really important part so i think that's why we're talking about fiber as well but the other aspect of that is that to metabolize properly the metabolism of fat really needs water yep. and that's for everything in our body that's Every, cool. That's a cool thinking. Can we can we say that again? Yeah. So to metabolize fat properly. Yep. So if you're using fat storage for energy like we want to, to burn fat, yep. you need water. Yeah, you need nice. to be wa- well hydrated. Otherwise, your body will get lazy and will stop 
those that not so important processes in the body. Your body will always try to go to whatever. It's probably going, wow, we've got this big clump of fiber in, you know, <laughs> let's let's work on that and let's exactly. not worry about fat burning. Yeah, okay. because then it's holding toxins and your body knows it's going to kill you first yeah. and not go and burn fat storage, for yeah. example. The other thing is that you need to keep your muscles hydrated and healthy, same, same thing, to use energy from your muscles and to be able to work out better. And then again, it will increase your metabolic rate. It will increase your metabolism. You burn more calories throughout the day. That's awesome. Hey team, it's Greg from Body Science here. The Hydroxy Burn Shred is back on shelf. It's our new therapeutic, has all the taste. And if you're looking for a better thermogenic, we've really pushed for the pursuit of a better thermogenic. Full disclosure on the labeling. What do we mean? Caffeine levels have changed. We all know the rules have changed. The ingredients have changed. The claims have changed. We have a clean label with premium quality ingredients for you. So what does that mean for you? You can look at things like metabolism, energy, sugar metabolism, fat metabolism, cognitive function, thyroid, and just general health and well-being. And it's all on the label if you're taking a fat burner now and it doesn't say it on the label have a look at it and go why get on board look do we need to talk about whole foods at this stage right now like we've spoken about protein water fiber we're not on the scales we're doing some training we're making sure we're recovering is it really important to worry about whole foods when we're talking about fat loss yeah because when we're talking about i just talked about the the protein for example whole foods do take more energy for your body to metabolize them so one it will control your hunger better because you will take longer for your body to process that you also have a lot more vitamins and minerals and really important compounds there but it will take longer for your body to metabolize that and it will control hunger it will it's also a really good calorie to eat because it's not the calorie if you have a soft drink for example all those calories will go into storage straight away when you're having whole food a lot of that calorie will actually be used to metabolize the food you had but as i like you know i'm a big whole food person when we talk about protein especially protein shake and aminos as well i i have amino uh, bcas every day it's not because we're not getting enough from the diet yes we can get enough from a diet but can I get enough from the diet 30 minutes after I leave the gym and that's the whole process around and it's also like I can have oats with fruits but if I add protein will actually help me throughout the day and it's 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 just more sustainable and easier to do because then you're getting that protein intake because we asked we always say about having at least 20 to 40 grams of protein per meal and a lot of the a lot of people have their breakfast for example they have two pieces of toast you have what five to ten grams of max of protein there if you depending on what you put yeah, on top you of put your some bread. peanut butter and got some <laughs> yeah, bread yeah, exactly. maybe yeah so getting that consistency is really hard that's when supplements come in they're really just there to supplement the diet and make it easier look instead of talking about what supplements we believe in like obviously we believe in our shred range and, and our proteins etc what supplements shouldn't you take when you're looking at fat loss shouldn't you take yeah well consuming the wrong supplements for fat loss some of the biggest questions that come through the office through social channels and that is should i take and not just our brand people ask us about all brands but what what would you say are three of the wrong supplements to be taking for three um i think it depends so it will depend on what you're looking for mm-hmm. um taking the wrong protein might make it a lot harder for you so for example uh with our lean five for example is what we used for the challenge the lean five has fast release proteins and slow release proteins that means that you get that fast muscle recovery after your workout but this low release protein makes it um it, it controls hunger a lot better 
better. Yeah, okay. And so, that's massive in fat loss. Yeah, that makes a massive difference. So instead of having a, a whey, for example, the whey will be um, just to that quick muscle recovery after your workout. And it's a little more elite, isn't it? It's about it, you're yeah. talking recovery strategies there and, yeah. and post-training strategies. Yeah, straight after your training mm. and then you're getting that muscle recovery. Whereas it, it's, it's not going to make you put on weight, but if you're trying to control hunger, which is a, a big point of uh, fat loss, uh, it's a lot better to go for both low and fast release proteins. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I have three. You don't have three. Well, that's that's a good sign. <laughs> I don't think I have three, but I, I think you just be careful with promises and think of the basic stuff that you need to. Uh, I think we need to do another podcast on supplements and why no, they're can. for yeah, fat loss. Yeah, we can jog on for that because we're talking about fat loss mistakes today. Yeah, and I, I think. I, I just I, thought, like, I, I, a lot of people push fat loss and supplements. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we all know it's a program. Yeah. It, it's, it's training, it's food, it's getting you, as you said, getting your your macros right, ensuring you've got enough fiber. The water's a big one. I don't think a lot of people understand how important water is and you've done a great job of telling us today. So let's jog on from that and let's focus on what you cannot eat rather than what you can eat. Is is that, have I put you in the no, so corner there I again? Think Cause, it's cause I'm not a, focusing on the easy things like if you do this, this, and this, it's all going to be good. No, it's. I think and, this is another mistake. Okay. So another mistake is, all right, I want to lose weight for summer. Oh my God, I can't eat gluten anymore. I can't eat bread anymore. Forget the pasta. I can't go out anymore with my friends. Forget the alcohol. That You're making so much harder for you. Instead of doing focusing on what you can't eat. She's got the weight loss bread, <laughs> pasta, alcohol diet going I, I here. Know. <laughs> you may be on something. Bread. I cannot live without bread. But I see a lot of people struggling with that because you go from the get go, from the Sunday before the Monday you decide to lose weight, you're already punishing yourself and you're already freaking out about the things that you can't have. So let's focus on things that will help you lose weight that mm-hmm. you should add to your diet because then your mindset is on adding rather than removing. And then it makes it a lot easier for you. So I've talked about this before, but I, I think if I had to pick two foods to add for fat loss is um, oats. Oats will give you that fiber. There's a fiber in oats that will actually grab a lot of the cholesterol and get rid of it. Okay. It also helps control blood sugar levels. And the other thing is legumes. You know, I love beans, chickpeas every time, but very, very slow release um, carbohydrate, like literally minimal and uh, really slow release protein as well. So having that at night and getting that recovery with um, protein protein coming slowly for your body is great. But again... So you just dropped legumes and probably a lot of um, our younger listeners are out Googling what that is right now. Tell me how you incorporate that into your diet. Not that hard at all. So have like a Mexican bowl for dinner with like some steak and rice, guacamole, which is your fat from the avocado. You were my favorite vegan a while ago. You've gone back. (laughs) Are you training hard again and you've gone back on the meat? Is that what it is? No, I still still eat my People who don't know, Tatiana's a um, triathlete (laughs) as well. so. So, and then you can add like half a cup to a cup of beans there it's not hard even when like if you're going out and it, i always say that because the question is always what should i eat out that is not gonna completely uh, wreck my diet and it's not well, a so thing you're taking to... a can of legumes with you when you go somewhere <laughs> no but if you go to you don't see it on the menu that often <laughs> <Tatiana>. <laughs> 
<laughs> a Mexican place, for example, you can have a burrito with beans and you at least controlling your blood sugar levels yeah, there. Okay. It's not that straight sugar release in your system. But yeah, I think these two are really, really important. Um, but I will add to that thermogenic foods and the thermogenic supplement is always helpful. So we're always trying to increase our metabolic rate, our yeah. metabolism, which is calorie burning throughout the day and protein because as I said, it just makes it a lot easier for muscle recovery, but hunger control as well. Nice. And uh, what's a couple of quick thermo foods we can consider? Chili. Everyone likes to put chili. Not sweet chili because then you're adding a oh, spoon wow. of sugar in there. So chili, ginger, turmeric, pepper, black pepper, um, green tea, capsicums, green tea, um, coffee, yeah. caffeine itself is um, great thermogenic, um, and protein. So protein has been found to be a thermogenic as well. So, nice. Well, yeah. I think you've um, hit the nail on the head with some fat loss mistakes there and given us some great advice. Thanks for coming on, Tatiana. That was really great to get you back on and have a chat. Thank you.